This is Biz. I'm a part-time working mom with a preschooler and a full-blown kid. And I'm Teresa. I have a family business, two kids under six, and a baby on the way. This is a show about life after giving life. Don't listen with your kids, because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week on One Bad Mother, No, I Didn't, a.k.a. Kids and Alternative Facts. Plus, Biz goes to Disneyland, Teresa has a baby, so we are joined by guest host Britt Erickson, and we talk to Meg Collins of Lucy's List. Woo! That's Britt, big. I know, Britt. <laughs> is that, is the, like, that is maybe like the second or third time ever somebody else has wooed I'm, in this booth. I feel very honored. I know. It's a big deal. How was it for you? Uh, my, the hairs <laughs> on my arms. Up. So... Something's different today, guys. And what it is, is our wonderful, lovely Teresa uh, went into labor a lot earlier than we expected. Uh, and so uh, Curtis Thorne is is now with us in the world, which is very exciting. So this was supposed to be Teresa's last show before she went on maternity leave. Uh, and it's not. <laughs> which is fine. Uh, so joining me is the first of what's going to be many exciting guest hosts uh, on the show. It's a chance for us to have uh, conversations with other people parenting out in the world, which is fun. So today joining me is uh, Britt Erickson, who you may remember uh, from our first season. Uh, she came on as a guest and talked about uh, her work with Pilates and uh, in particular laughing and peeing, sneezing and peeing, jumping and peeing, moving and peeing, sleeping and being basically some pelvic floor issues yep. uh, and how she overcame them uh, with some work, uh, which is pretty awesome and mind-blowing. Welcome to the guest host spot, Britt. Thank you. you Very are... excited. Why don't we just start uh, with checking in on how you do. Why don't we... Who lives in your house? Actually, let's start with that so people know who, the... who you are. Okay. Well, who lives in my house is my husband, Eric. That's I'm from Boston originally, so there are certain words I cannot say. One of them is my husband's name. He is Eric. <laughs> Eric. Uh, Eric. And <laughs> Mira Tarahara, those are the others. But my husband, Eric, and my daughter, Ryan, who is almost seven, and then two insane dum-dum dogs that I love to pieces, uh, Georgie and Mikey, who insist on peeing on everything in my house, including each other. That's hey, that's... that. Doesn't sound the least bit stressful at all. No, it smells great. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how are you? How are you doing? It's, I mean, we haven't talked in a while, actually. Britt and I are actually friends um, from worlds before One Bad Mother, from before kids. We used to be cool guys and do sketch comedy Mm -hmm. all over the country. Yep. Uh, She uh, was part of a group called Troop, uh, based out of L.A., who are... Uh, just some of our favorite people and uh, does some of our favorite sketches ever. Uh, So let's just, in all reality, I don't know how you're doing. So how are you doing? I'm doing well. I mean, we're doing well. It's like time marches on and my kid is about to turn seven. And, you know, and that's been a huge, I I don't know. Like I'm at a place where I'm like, my baby's gone. And now who am I? Well, because you, so now here's what's interesting, because I am in the land of two. Teresa is Mm. now the one with three. Uh, And you are are a one and dunner to coin a tacky phrase. And I I guess you're like the first one of us then to hit the window of, my kid's pretty much in school all the time now. And now I don't have like, 
like the schedule now becomes about holidays and right. weird, you know, breaks and that. But you like have now entered the thing that I think I am probably falsely fantasizing about is going to be some sort of miracle time when both of my children are in school full time. And I will ask that question of who am I? I remember my mother was like somebody said to her when I was in uh, by the time I went into first grade. Well, now what are you going to do? Right. And she was like, I don't know. Right. So she went to law school. Yeah. Anyway. Well, you know what I've been doing is I've been having lots of lunches. Lots of lunches. And I've been, (laughs) I am eating all the time. It's time time. to lunch. Yeah, I'm like, let's lunch. (laughs) No, but I'm I'm seeking out all of these friends and acquaintances that I haven't seen, but also seeing what the heck are you doing? Yeah. And so we sit down. I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. And so then I'm getting ideas. Oh, that's a really good idea. Yeah. So I've I've just, you know, and even I've called people up that I haven't talked to in five years. I'm like, hey, you remember me? And they're like, no. I'm like, do you want to have lunch? (laughs) Do you want to have lunch? And they're like, what are you talking about? And it's it's been really awesome because I'm reconnecting with all these people. Um, and you and I are having lunch next week, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm reconnecting sure. <laughs> yeah, with all these people and it's, it's been, it's been really good because I'm starting to kind of get excited where I was kind of feeling depressed and yeah. sad because it's like, my baby is like, mm, don't embarrass me in front of my friends. And I'm like, you're, so, you're not even sad. Oh, I'm going to embarrass. Yeah. Watch I'm me already, bring the embarrass. Yeah. I mean that I was born, you know, I yeah. am. I'm weird mom. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm yeah, weird yeah. mom. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. So, but it's been, I'm kind of getting really excited because yeah. I'm like looking out to people and, and starting to, to reach out to say, what the heck are you doing? And now I'm getting excited well, about what I'm going to do next. What's so smart about this is you, you're having a different conversation with people than you, you have been having. Because I know all my conversations are sort of about survival right now mm-hmm. or uh, venting or just like, oh, my God, you know, like, I'm not sleeping, I'm not this, I'm not whatever. Like, they're all sort of focused on how do I, how am I supposed to be living with these children that are in my house versus this new conversation of what are you doing now? Like, it's not about the kids anymore. It's about the question becomes, what are you doing? Right. Which then makes it easier to ask yourself that question. Ah, That's really good, Brett. I think that's really smart. I'm trying to be smart. That's a very good use of your lunchtime. I'm trying, you know, because, yeah, it's been good. And it's, you know, because I also feel like at the the base and the root of everything is is my work in Pilates. Like, that's that's the base of it. But it's also like I have to evolve now. Yeah. You know, because it is. I have more free time. And if I am in free time. How are you going to use it? Yeah, exactly. Nice. Biz. Yeah. How are you? <laughs> I'm all right. Uh, my kids are in two different schools, all two different schedules, so that's great. So I'm jealous of you. Sorry. Stop having your free time <laughs> at me. Um, uh, we just came back from a three-day, two-night uh, vacation at Disneyland. Uh, we did it. We haven't gone on a proper vacation in a really long time, and it takes a lot of effort to get uh, Stefan and I both on the same page of, we're going to go on a vacation and have fun. So we did it, mm-hmm. and uh, it was really good, guys. It worked out well overall. Uh, it got a little weird at times because uh, Ellis, as I mentioned last time on the show, we go through a lot of animal play, and I was so excited last week because he was a chicken, and chickens walked, and that was great, but now, <laughs> now he's a bunny, and bunnies don't walk. They hop. Uh, and they don't talk well, and it's like very difficult. Uh, and also, whenever he was in the stroller, 
which is a miracle that he was in it because we don't use a stroller with him, but we weren't walking Disney with a toddler. Just, it's just not, we don't, I don't have it in me. Uh, and the stroller, uh, he had to be in charge of starting and stopping it with the noise, boop. So, like, to start, boop, now you can go. Boop, now you can But, like, it's really hard to hear that at Disney. And so it would go from, like, boop, oh, we didn't hear him, to immediate, like, boop, boop. Like, and he's, like, arching and sliding out of the, it's so, like, there's a lot of, like, weird starting and stopping, like, all over Disneyland and then rabbit play at Disneyland. And, guys, uh, Ellis doesn't use the bathroom out in public, as we all know. He only uses it at the house, at the school, and in the back of my car. Uh, and so uh, we really had to prepare mentally for this. So we had the, like, portable potty, uh, which he would use in the hotel room, but only in front of the full, wide-open, curtain-open window that faced out at the whole Disneyland like, resort and pool area, uh, which was awesome. You're welcome, guests of Disneyland. Uh, the king has arrived on his throne. But in the park, uh, it was a different story. Uh, so uh, we, but we made it work. I'm going to share a little of that for the genius uh, segment of the show uh, to let you guys know how we got around it in the park. Uh for the one or two successes we had, the rest of the time, the takeaway was my kid's really good at holding it. So that's good. That's there good. Go. Speaking of holding it, today we're going to talk a little bit about uh, when our kids decide to withhold the truth, uh, possibly, and maybe instead rely on, on, I don't know, there's a popular phrase for it these days. What is it? I think it's alternative facts. Please take a moment to remember, if you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Ms. and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. Brit. Yes. Alternative facts. Let's set this up. So... This is when I think, like, this started happening, I guess, probably around the time Katie Bell was maybe five, six. Really, we're really deep in it in the six and sevens. And that is where uh, she wholeheartedly will uh, either be convinced of some reality that is not true for the rest of us. (laughs) And I don't mean make-believe. I mean, like, um, Katie Bell, what do you want for dessert tonight? Ice cream. Okay. Ten minutes later, I bring out the ice cream, and she's like, I wanted the Hershey Kiss. I wanted the leftover Hershey Kiss for dessert. No, you asked for ice cream. No, I didn't. I asked for the Hershey Kiss. No, no, Katie Bell, ice cream came out of your mouth. No, it didn't. I asked for the Hershey Kiss. I absolutely did not say ice cream. I'm like, oh, my God, you said ice cream. And then, like, uh, we're all being gaslit in our own house. Uh, Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, because that's, that's her truth. That's her truth. That's her truth. That's right. Well, fuck her truth. Yeah. I have a point to make <laughs> with my child, and that is I'm not the one going crazy. Well. Uh, I know. Maybe. So do you have – so let's talk about uh, Ryan, who I uh, have always enjoyed being a, a child – who has a, a personality that is definitely... She sure does. Yeah. Yeah, she sure <laughs> my does. My favorite story, I don't think we shared this oh God. when you were a guest, but uh, when she was maybe three years old, she comes over to our house, and we have a one-eyed cat named Onion. Oh, yeah. And uh, Ryan came in, and she saw the first cat, B, who was, has all of its parts. He's whole. He's whole. He's whole. Uh, and then Ryan kind of lost her shit about oh, yeah. Onion, and I was like, what's going on? And Britt's like, 
Ryan doesn't like things that are broken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that that was well, that was inspired by Disney Yeah. Oh. because we saw oh. a Disney parade oh. and, and and Heimlich the Caterpillar yeah. is actually like six different people. Oh, yeah. And they broke apart <gasps> and destroyed her baby brain. Oh. And yeah, her baby brain <laughs> broke apart with Heimlich. And that was the rest of our lives nice. was. Yeah. And my daughter, she holds on like yeah. she does not forget. <laughs> She does not forget. So for six years, we had to deal with that. And so, yeah, yeah so Onion. And, and I think developmentally, there is that is the point in time where they don't like things yeah. that are not whole. Right. So, you know, she's not a total nut job, but she is. <laughs> Absolutely. So how does she handle truth in your house? Oh, how my God. How does she deal with alternative? In her own way. In her <laughs> own special way. But that's the thing is that for her, it's true. It is true. You know, and so what we're having a hard time is, is the lying like, but right in front of your face. Right. And so my daughter is like baby teenager and she will steal our phones and start texting our friends. Who is she texting? She's texting our friend Lisa. <laughs> She's texting my mom. And I, and like, we have what said. What is she saying? Is she like yeah. emoticon texting yeah, or is she, she like, hey, what's going on? No, she'll take pictures of cats. Like all or cats. not not I lied all cats no no one eyed no one eyed broken, no broken cats who by the way that cat could leap up in the air oh, yeah. and my grab cat a, onion is so not insane. broken no yeah. not at all and uh, you know and that's the other thing too is so so you know she will because no one is parenting her I want to just say I'm like I look around I'm like could somebody parent this kid like because you know people are listening going well, why does she have your phone because I'm no, not parenting her this girl not parenting shit I'm more like because I'm busy <laughs> less about how does she get. <laughs> Okay. I totally yeah. see how your child gets your fun. I'm more fascinated by like the concept yeah. of like a texting, yeah. like who is she texting? Yeah. What does she have to say? Like I barely have a need to text people. Yeah. She has more friends than woman. I do. I know. Yeah. I'm like, huh. Yeah. And I also can just totally see like Ryan, just like she's, you know, like yeah. uh, blah, 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 blah. Text, 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 text. A mode of poop. But people don't know it's not me. <laughs> Because she's so good. So she'll send a picture of, like, of the dog or whatever. And then she'll say, what do you think about this? Is it good? And then they're like, why? And then one time she sent a picture of scary tarantulas. She had a book with a scary thing. And she sent it to a bunch of people. And then I get the text. To a bunch of people. A bunch of people. Because she learned how to do that. So then I get the text back from all these people going, why are you doing this to me? And I'm like, oh. So what do you say? You come out, you so, find her smoking a cigarette in yeah, the backyard, yeah. texting, hanging she's, out behind yeah. the restaurant. Yeah, like, she's like, right. I'm texting my friends. You're right, texting my friends. And I said to her, I said, Ryan, you are not supposed to do that. And she said, I didn't. I'm like, well, you did. It's in your look, hand. Like, yes. I mean, you I, can't. That's there. Yeah. That's reality now. And I said, you can't. And she says, well, you, this is what kills me is this is me. Right. Is the scapegoat. Okay. So she's like, um, no, you'd made me do this. I'm like, are you insane? What are you talking about? <laughs> and she says, no, you distracted me. Oh. And from te- my journey yeah. of being on my truth journey. Yeah, I, I was, was on my truth journey. I was trying to not do what you said to uh-huh. not do, but you distracted me. And the TV distracted me. Oh, because, you know, we're double screening it. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know that that's what's happening. I was playing on my iPad, yeah. watching Disney <laughs> no, Junior on the television set, and then you distracted mm-hmm. me, and I had to go for a yeah. third device. Yeah. And I'm just burning her learning tools. <laughs> I'm just burning all of the, yeah. No, that's, yeah. So, but she's like, I was distracted. You distracted me. And so that's why I did it. And I'm like, whoa. Whoa. That's a whole new level. Yeah. Of, like, I am lying to your face. Yeah. And... 
Yeah. And and I'm blaming you Andrew, for it. And it's your fault. Yeah, it's your fault. It's your fault. That yeah. sounds so eerily familiar. Yeah. And I can't put my finger on where I'm mm. hearing about this these days. Mm-hmm. Anyway, no, no. Uh, not a show about politics. No. So, <laughs> yeah, okay. So, yeah, we have, the, there's the, there's the accepting their own truth to be uh, one part of it. And, but then there is just the flat out, like, lying. Uh, and I think there is, like, whenever, the first time I ever had Katie Bell, like, flat out lie to me about getting, and I shared it on the show, about her, like, getting a pocket knife out of my drawer and, like, opening it, not clearly not being able to close it, cutting right. herself, lying <gasps> about the whole thing, the whole nine yards. And I was, like, so scarred for, like, a week. I was like, I can't believe she just flat out lied to me. Right. And then, as I would tell more veteran parents about it, uh, they seemed totally less concerned about my daughter lying to me and more concerned about, like, the fact that I was, like, losing my mind. They were like, Ugh. Eh, right. I used to do this. Think about when you did this. Did you ever break something and lie? Did you ever just not tell? Like, all that kind of stuff. So, like, I know that, like, lying is kind of part of it. But there's – but I feel like there's – that's, like, one developmental thing happening. Okay? Mm. There's, like, the lying, right? Like, just trying this stuff out. Like, whatever this is. Uh, little sociopaths in the making. Like, whatever they're doing. But then there's this, like, other thing happening where – they're arguing with me about something that is not, like, true. Right. You know what I mean? It's less about the lie in this case and more about not being able to accept the fact that I'm correct. So, like, But yeah. what do you do when that happens? When she lies to you, yeah. wh- how do you handle it? Well, so we don't have – so since the, the big lie, the big cutting your lie, mm-hmm. I give it the, like, I pulled out all the parenting, you know, like, patience in the world, and I've been like – it's really important you know remember there's nothing you can say that will ever make us stop loving you and like there is no you know even if you've lied about something and you want to come tell us the truth later you can we're right. never going to be angry with you for telling us the truth um we may make horrible faces and have right. to leave the room for a second but we will not if you tell us the truth you know and so there have been times uh since then where she'll be like you know, uh, like a teacher, like a teacher's aide kept giving her stuff in school. Mm-hmm. And we had said that it's not okay for you to get special stuff and no one else do. It's a whole other discussion, people. Wow, yeah. uh, but uh, it took her like a whole day to like tell me about this new thing the teacher had given her. Right. Like, you know, and I, and so I, you know, and it was after me having like gone through this whole thing of you shouldn't be getting stuff and blah, blah, right. blah, blah. Um, so I told her, I'm so proud of you. I went on and on for like two days. I'm so proud of you for telling me the truth and that's so good and we can solve this problem together and like all that kind of stuff. So I'm good, I think, with the big alternative truths, with the big right. lies. For me, and that's just a lie. Right. Like, to me, that's just a lie. But the alternative truth shit is like where, like while we were at Disneyland, we go to do Build-A-Bear and uh, we get through doing it and both kids have these cats that smell and they're nine hundred dollars i don't think it's actually that bad if you don't get all the shit well that you can't get all the stuff i got roller skates you can't get the roller skates i got Brent. roller skates and you got to have shoes nope, that fit the nope, roller skates you can't nope you can't oh, yeah. nope, nope we gotta you get mm-hmm. a bear no. and you can get one shirt they tricked me and that is it and katie bell that was like you can get, it has to be like oh sure like a one piece well this dress with a vest is one piece i'm like sometimes you have to give it to them for right. being smarter than you True. but the animal that she's bought, which is a, a cat, and she keeps calling it a bear. Right. And I keep telling her it's not a bear, it's a, it's a cat. It has a long tail, it has pointed ears, and it has whiskers. And right. she's like, 
No, yeah. it's a bear. Because right. there were some other cats there, and they were on all four legs. So those are the, I'm like, well, that's just the style of toy that is. This... Right. Is a, this is not a, this is a cat. She's like, it's a bear. It's a cat. It's a bear. It's a cat. It's a bear. Oh, man. It's a cat. And then I begin to wonder, who is this about? Oh, yeah. No, it's always about you. It's totally about it's me. It's always about you. Because I cannot let it yeah. go. And I, I try to, like, decide, like, when is it that I can't let it? Fine. It's a fucking bear. Right. Fine. I don't give two shits about the bear. Yeah. But, like, when it's dinner time... And she's laying out on me the whole, like, I didn't ask for that. And I'm like, yes, you oh. did. And she's like, that's not what I said. And we get into the, that's not what I said. It is what you said. Right. Well, Ryan, I lose my yeah, mind. Yeah. And Ryan's thing is, and this was me when I was a kid. That's the other thing, too. Mm. Is most of the shit that makes me crazy is the shit that comes directly out of my body. Right, right. Like, this, is, this has been transmitted to her. Yeah. And she, when she lies, she smiles. <laughs> so that is me my whole life. When she life. stabs you in the back, when she is she's smiling. Because we're all so psychos. So when she lies, she smiles. Yeah. And so, uh, but I will look at her and go, baby, you're smiling. And she's like, I can't control my body. And I'm like, oh, come on. Come on. But the problem is. You're going to be a better liar. Right. And I mean, that was the thing is that, you know, I'm I'm a shit liar. Mm. And, you know, so I just try not to do it. Right. It's <laughs> what I try yeah. not to do. So. Get we're trying to teach that to her, but you know, so she lies about shit, and she will just smile. Mm, right and then I go, it. "Baby, I know you're lying because yeah. you're smiling." And yeah. she, and then she will start to cry. Now she's crying yeah. and smiling, so it's right. creepy. Yeah. And then she's like smile crying, and then she says, "You know, she's like, I just can't control my body." <laughs> and you know, and it's well, can like, you control your lying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then, and then she'll be like even weirder. God bless her, and she'll be like, "Don't smile, don't smile." <laughs> and it's like, oh, oh, god. The, oh man, it's well, just a mess. So how do you? Okay, have have has she ever busted you on stuff that you're saying that like you miss said? Like like let's say it's the old like. All right, we're going to be going to you know, I don't know karate this weekend. We're going to go to karate and then we're going to the mall. It's not karate. It's we're going to something else. Right. That, I said that. Right. No, you said karate. Does she, she ever bust you? Because my oh, yeah. brain doesn't work well anymore. Oh yeah. And so I constantly say the wrong yeah. thing and. I'm trying to think, like, what my response usually is. Right. Well, I mean, that's the thing is, Biz, I do it all right. I never make mistakes. Oh, so that's the, that's, that's how I get out of that. That's hard is, for like, I never made a mistake. Well, I try to have the conversation with Katie Bell when we start to get into it. I sometimes, if I'm rational, I try and say, okay, Katie Bell, sometimes it's just not important. Well. Right? So should we just let it go? Like, right. if I say, if you say you said, you know. Right. If I say you said ice cream and you said you said Hershey Kiss, doesn't matter if there's a bowl of dessert sitting in front of you of some kind. Right. Like, is it, can you roll with it? Right. Should we be learning to roll with it? Right. Uh, or is it just so important that like, because I mean, what if it's just about mishearing, right? right? Well, I'm also the queen of that I will say. I will say, we're going to do this. Yeah. But then we get distracted. Yeah. Well, and, yeah. and she and I will do something else. Like, I'll say, yeah. oh, we're going to take the dogs and walk, which I never do because they kill me. Right. And my hus- that's my husband's job. <laughs> is, so I don't know why I gave that. Dog, like, I right. d- shouldn't have said that because I would never do that because I'm a, <laughs> a monster. I'm a horrible monster. And I don't do that. But but I said, you know, if I say we're going to go yeah. for a walk and then she and I start doing something else. So now it's like 530 and right. it's dinner time. And because I like, have. We're to go on a walk right and, and so but that's the thing is like in a kid brain you said that yeah you said that yeah 
And so then I'll look at her and say, oh, well, but we were making this. We yeah. were doing this. And, and and then she'll say, but you said we were going on a walk. And in my brain, yeah. that has already, that ship has sailed. Right. Right? But in her kid brain, you said it. So what I'll say is, I'm so sorry. I lied. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> That's not where my brain was going. <laughs> no, I, I am a lying liar who lies. And so I said, I'm sorry. <laughs> Mama's a little liar. I'm sorry. I told a lie. <laughs> But everything else I tell you is true, baby. I love you. (laughs) I said, no, but I'll say, you know, and uh, that's the other thing, too, is that I've also realized that the way that I speak to her, and this is also what's cuckoo crazy nuts, is that my my husband, Eric, he is an only (laughs) child. Eric. Eric. He is an only child. Um, And I always gave his his parents a hard time saying that you raised him as a third roommate. He never had a childhood. (laughs) And then I realized, holy wow, like, that's what I'm doing. Um, I'm Because there are three of us who live in this house, and we do fall into speaking to her like... Like a person. Like Like a a grown-up person. And, you know, I don't think that's unique just to the one kid. That I mean, I do that with Katie Bell. I guess... Maybe the oldest or the first. Right. Like the first kid mm-hmm. or the only kid gets yeah. it probably more before you catch on to the fact, yeah. oh, I should be. Yes. I should be. I mean, that's the thing. Whoops. That's the thing. Well, it's so funny that you said that you say that you flat out lie because I always try and do like when, because you're right. That is that is a <laughs> thing where like I have, I'm in that situation all the time of I've said we're going to do something, then something more fun happens. Right. And we don't go do it. And I. <laughs> never thought to say I lied. Right. Well, I mean, I don't just leave it at that and leave the room. Like, drop the I mic. Lied. I lied. Fix your own dinner. Yeah. Deal with that in 10 years. Yeah, like, exactly. That's not what I'm doing. But I will say, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I lied. And then I'll say... <laughs> I apologize. I find this but, hilarious. But I do, and then it's I know it's a logical response. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh my gosh, I lied. Yeah, and I and then I will say, you know, I got so distracted that the time. I'm yeah. really sorry. We yeah. lost the time. Yeah, and now because we were doing this, right. but yeah, I said that, and yeah. we didn't because I lied. Right, I told a lie. Well, I'm like, uh, I go down like a much worse pattern of like, well, should we just not have had the fun? During that time, that way we're doing. <laughs> we're not trying to have fun. Are you not having fun? Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I guess a lot of this is like, I, mean, I guess it just boils down to uh, trying to help teach these kids to like let it go. Right. Decide when it's worth correcting them, a.k.a. when should I let it go. Right. Which is probably a lot more. Or maybe I should just make a T-shirt that says, because I said so. Because I said so. Yeah. Brett, one of the fun things about getting to guest host the show is that you are here for a very special Jumbotron. Yay! <laughs> Guys, we have a Jumbotron, and this message is for Rachel Domorotsky from Martha Sullivan. Ahem. Rachel is rocking being an awesome person, friend to many, mother to three, wife volunteer Polish dance teacher and engineer in Ottawa, Ontario. She is celebrating her birthday, and I wish that she has all the delicious vegan baked goods she can handle. I hit the jackpot to have Rachel as my friend. She inspires me regularly while keeping it real. Love, Martha. Rachel, that's fucking incredible. Woo! 
I mean, for real. Did you? The Polish dancing I mean, instructor. Yeah. Volunteer, which shows there's a passion. Rachel, you're doing an amazing job. Martha, you are as well. Here's to all of us having uh, friendships like this. Good job. One Bad Mother is supported in part by Blue Apron. For less than $10 per person per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with pre-portioned ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals. You've heard us talk about Blue Apron. It's great. They send me recipes that I don't have to overthink. They lay it out for me. All I have to do is prep food, and most of it I can pre-prep earlier in the day and then just pull out, throw in a pot, and boom, as a chance for us to mix things up and actually feel like I'm cooking. So check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash badmother. That's blueapron.com slash badmother. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Hey, you know what it's time for this week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. A genius fail time, Brit. Genius me. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's fucking genius. Okay. This was my genius because we read because I'm such a good mother. See, you're not a horrible no. mother. I We read, and what I realized is I am I can't read these books anymore. And so <laughs> probably before she was ready, I introduced her to Harry Potter. So now. <laughs> this is your yeah. timid, nervous, uh, oh, scared child. afraid of the world. <laughs> can't be in a room that has, you know, a house that yeah. has the game operation. That's terrifying for her. Right. Right? So anyway. You're welcome. Yes. Yeah, thank you. So. But so I really wanted to reread Harry Potter. Mm. So I introduced Harry Potter and now we read that and I'm so excited every night to read. And we're yeah. reading more and then she reads and I read and and it's super cool. But and, and also, I mean, I can modify it as need be. Oh, so instead well, of genius. Yeah. That's very good. Yeah, I uh I did the Harry Potter thing with Katie Bell until she took over and made it no fun for me anymore. But you know what's nice? The genius is Harry Potter or whatever because it really is about uh picking something that you right. look forward to reading right. every night. Yeah. Um, I was like if I have to read a princess story again, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, I'm going to shoot myself in the face. I can't. Uh, so my genius is uh, we were at the Disneyland parks. Ellis was absolutely not going to use the bathroom at any of the bathrooms at the park. Uh, I took all the ideas that have ever been given to me by our listeners. Uh, and what I did was I prepared him by saying to him after we had been in the park for a very long time and I knew he was full of apple juice. Right. We're going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to give you a lollipop as soon as we are done. And he was like, okay. We get in there. I put the sticky over the automatic flusher so it doesn't flush. We have all, I know, genius, right? 
And while you put it, you bring sticky tabs with you and you cover it and it will not fucking flush. Oh that is other God. people's genius. I brought the little uh, seat that goes onto the bigger potty. So yep. we were just that family walking yep. around Disney with a seat thing Done in it. our stroller. Uh, put it on there, got him on, he used it. We got out of there right before the sticky fell off and it flushed us literally out the door. Uh, Katie Bell's like, aren't you washing your hands? I'm like, no, we're just getting out of the bathroom. He had the lollipop. It was great. I felt like the biggest weight off my shoulders, even though it was not the most fun. And my child sadly doesn't uh, succumb to bribes as much as I would like him to. Uh, he used the potty wow. out in the park. I'm blown away. Thank you. I'm blown away. I am calling with a genius moment. I have a five-year-old son who has started to chew and suck on his clothing, partly because his clothes are a little too big as he's growing into them, but he's, it's also like a self-soothing, sucking his thumb equivalent, and it was driving me bonkers, and being reminded to stop sucking on his clothes was not working. And my genius idea was the realization that they now have teething jewelry for moms and I Googled it, and I found him um, a kid version. So he now has this, like, rubber circle with, like, this really cool symbol on it that he can wear to school. And instead of being told to not chew his clothing, he's being reminded to chew on his necklace. And his clothes are so much better, and everyone is happy. And it was such a genius. Thanks so much. Love your show. Bye. That's so good. Why I love this genius is like, this is just about a parent solving her problem. Like saying, this is something I don't want to happen, you know, but I also am not going to do that thing where I'm like, your only choice is to not do it because it's a kid and that's not going to, that's never successful, turns out. Uh, And finding the solution. And I, I would never think to look for specifically jewelry or some sort of teething thing for kids. Right. And I love just when she said, we're now not telling him no, we're telling him yes to something. I just think that's just a really good job. That's beautiful. Really good job. Failures. Oh, boy. Fail, 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 fail. You suck. Fail me, Brit. Okay, so my failure... Um, is that I realized I have been munchausen by proxying my child for seven years. I did not know that. I've always said her whole life, I'm like, she's allergic to Band-Aids. She's not a good healer. She's allergic. She's allergic. So it turns out my daughter, after all this time, oh is allergic to Neosporin. So I I am like the, the crazy mom. She's got huge gauze pads Aww. over tiny boo-boos with paper tape because I'm like, she's a bad healer. No. <laughs> Neosporin. Because underneath all that madness, I'm just slathering oh Neosporin on her, and she is allergic. And oh, we just my figured God. it out. So You're a horrible mother. I'm horrible. You are horrible. Monster. You're a monster. Oh. Um, okay. We're at the Disneyland Hotel. They have a pool. We're all going to go swimming together. I only have one swimsuit, and I've been wearing it for a year. Uh, and it, you know, like it's, I've been taking Ellis to swim classes for the last couple of months. So it's getting a lot more like use than say just a swimsuit I put on in the summer once or twice. So it's fading. Like I knew it had been fading, right? Not a big deal. Uh, but usually I only put it on in the small dark changing room at the pool. And then I get into the pool 
which is an indoor pool, so the lighting's just, it was, whatever. I've just always assumed everything was okay. So I'm in the hotel, and I put on the swimsuit, and it has faded in uh, certain places oh. and not other places. And it's also becoming something you can you can see through. Mm. And so it is, and it, it may be also a little too small. Okay, which I didn't care much about because I was just like getting in and out. But suddenly to be under full lighting and see that the front top and the middle is almost threadbare. And then over the behind, it is very dark right over the (gasps) crack of the back. And then everything else is very light where it's been stretching against the fabric. Uh, And now I have to go down to a public pool in the bright sunshine. And like it is... It was the. It was just like I just looked at it. Like Stefan comes out, and I was like, "This. I've just been walking around in this in public for oh. a while." And I keep thinking the lifeguards maybe maybe they think I'm pretty cool. I'm cool. Here comes that cool mom. But now I think they've just been like, "Holy shit, lady! Your swimsuit is inappropriate to be out uh, by yourself or with your kids." Oh uh, god. Yeah. It was. It was. It definitely felt like one of those things. Like. Oh, I'm yeah. I just failed as like a human, as a human in the world with something. Hmm. Yeah, no, not good. Oh, hey, Biz and Teresa, this is a fail. Um, so I have a three-month-old baby, and he's got some eczema, and he's got a particularly bad patch on his cheek. And last night, and so you know, we're putting cream on it and trying to hope it, you know, it goes away and thinking about taking him to the doctor, but. Last night, my wife and I are looking at him and saying, oh, his nails are getting long. Uh, we should definitely trim those tomorrow. And we go to sleep full of bad intentions. And I get up this morning, and he's just got these bloody gashes oh. on his face because he must have scratched where it itched because now his hands are good enough to do that. And um, his nails were long, and the, the cheek was, you know, um, uh in bad shape and so there's just blood all over my baby and oh. I'm like oh no this was entirely my fault because you don't understand about scratching or nails <laughs> yeah. and you can't do anything about it if you do um so I just feel really bad and I don't know you know do I put a band-aid on <laughs> you're a baby um so this is you know uh, sucks. Uh, but thank you for being there to call and, you know, tell you about it. Yeah. Bye. Look, yeah, that, yeah, look, we have all put our children. Ellis has got, I, I knew kids who, who had ingrown toenails, and mm-hmm. I remember them being this horrible nightmare monster thing. Ellis has, like, that's something that Ellis had. Like, his toenails just grow in a curve, and I didn't realize this forever because who's paying attention to toenails? Right. I, I'm not. Nope. Good parents probably are, but I'm not. And then, like, I would it'd be like way, like I'd have to really get under there, which isn't isn't pleasant. And now I, like, now I know. Right. Now you know. Right. But the nail thing, there is, there is, uh, at its core, nothing wrong with saying we'll do that tomorrow. Oh yeah. Right. That's like ninety percent of yeah. parenting. I'm gonna I'm gonna get to that yeah. tomorrow right. because my baby wants to yeah. go to sleep. That means I get to go to sleep. Right. But there's nothing worse than waking up the next day and realizing. Maybe you should have done it today. Right. But that's okay. Well, when Ryan was three months old, yeah. 
um, she had she was really big and chubby and she had double chins. Oh yeah. But I was also afraid oh. to touch her to bathe her. Yeah. I was still very hesitant with that yeah. and tentative. But it turned out what happened was she had three chins. Oh. So there was a third chin hiding up <laughs> under her second chin, and I had never moved her neck <laughs> to see it. Right. So it was infected. Full. It was full of some stuff. Oh yeah. It was like a pocket. It was for disease. Yeah. Oh, in it and it grew oh. and it bred. And so when we finally went to the doctor, he he said, "Do you ever move her head like this?" And I was like, "No, <laughs> don't touch. Her. I don't do that." <laughs> and so I I was so upset. Mm. I I yeah. uh, that was a KFC night. Yeah, <laughs> I ate a bucket of chicken and cried because that's you know because well, that's how you feel. Yeah, that's how you Just, feel. It doesn't yeah. erase the fact. That you're doing a horrible job of not being on top of every single moment of your three month old life right. with whom you only have had three months worth of experience. And zero and, sleep. And literally, there is no book that's like, hey, remember to cut their nails <laughs> all oh, yeah. the time. Do you know how hard it is to cut a baby's nails? Oh, no, it's awful. It's very difficult. Awful. You're, but that, that said, you're, you're doing awful. And yep. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry you fit. I know. You're, you're actually doing a good job. <laughs> Mom, I've ever known. I love you, I love you. When I have a problem, I call you on the phone. I love you, I love you. One by Mother is supported in part by Movement Watches. Movement Watches was started by two broke college kids that wanted to wear stylish watches but couldn't afford them. These are stylish, beautiful, classic watches uh, that look like you're paying 400 to 500 bucks per watch, but they're only starting at just $95. So Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman, providing the best possible price. Again, their classic design, quality construction, and styled minimalism. You can get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to movementwatches.com slash mother. That's M-V-M-T watches.com slash mother to get 15% off. Again, movementwatches.com slash mother, and you can join the movement. Brit. Let's call a parent. Yes. This week, we are calling Meg Collins of the website Lucy's List, which is a survival guide for new moms. Welcome, Meg. Hi, guys. Hi. Thank you so much for joining us. Before we get into Lucy's List, uh, I would love to ask you what we ask all our guests, which is who lives in your house? Who lives in my house? (laughs) I've got four-year-old Alice, (laughs) six-year-old Lucy, Ta-da! No surprise there. Uh, <laughs> myself, my husband, Rich, and our super elderly pit bull, who is just sort of, you know, sitting in the window every day, just sort of waiting her time oh. out for talk. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just us. Oh, and nice. uh, we're, yeah, it's, uh, it's a full house. It's a house full of love, let me tell you. Let's get into to Lucy's list. And I want to talk about... Um, 
well, I don't want to talk about it. I'd like you to talk about uh, how it came about because um, I assume it's because uh, parenting came really easy to you as well as <laughs> pregnancy. You just like had gotten the best advice, everything. Oh, you just like knew yeah. and you just Nailing wanted to share it. that with us, just like the perfection. Not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it was, the year was 2009 and... Um, what's one to do when one is unemployed? Get knocked oh. up. <laughs> Love it. Because we have no money. Let's have a baby. Yeah. Um, that sounds like a great idea. Um, and so I was sort of the first of my, not the first of my group of friends, but sort of on the leading edge. And I didn't really have any other mom friends who had already taken the plunge near me because, you know, I'm a transplant. So yeah. I was in San Francisco at the time. I was really alienated from my my pack, from my herd, and I had a really difficult pregnancy. I had um, hyperemesis, which is uh, the Kate Middleton, the Mm -hmm. the yakking all day disease. Oh wow! Um, Oh, yeah, it was. It was just. I mean, it was. Such an eye-opener. Well, that's like, well, I'm just going to interrupt her there because that's one of those ones where, like, I feel like without experience and even with experience, if you have that, you have to start thinking at the beginning, is this what they're talking about when people say morning sickness? Like, is this Oh, yeah, no, but everybody else, see, this is the, bad, the yeah. bad thing about that. Everybody else thinks it's just the garden variety right. morning sickness. And they're like, oh, you're fine. Oh, I had that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Good. Go take a walk or eat saltines. And I, I mean, if another person said that to me, <laughs> yeah, they're about to lose their lives. You know right. what I'm saying? So I was, so I was very, and I didn't know, I didn't even know this was possible. I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. I was very, you know, probably a little depressed. I had to go on medication. I had to stop everything I was doing. I mean, I couldn't even take care of myself. It was, it was sort of a dark, <laughs> dark time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I came out of that. I had and, and and I came out of it fine. You know, it, you know, Lucy was fine. Thank God. You know, everybody, everything was great. But having the baby, and again, it was like this. I nobody told me. I was reading Baby Center. I was reading what to expect. I did not get the memo about just how tough some of this stuff really was. Yeah, the nursing and the, you know, the first few weeks of being home with your new baby. Yes. And again, my family was across the country and it was just, it was just a very difficult time. And I, and gear wise, again, we didn't have very much money. So I, I didn't really, I wasn't well prepared at all. Um, so I sort of made it my life's mission to sort of like tell everybody else (laughs) the real story of what it's really like to become a mother. Um, all the things that, you know, like can go wrong. Hopefully they won't. Yeah. But like, here's how to deal with them, and it's not the end of the world, and yada, yada, yada. So, um, and then I sort of got really interested in gear, because I'm, so my background is in engineering, so I'm sort of a geek by trade. <laughs> um, and so I sort of would would observe what people were buying and what they were doing and, you know, what they what they liked, what they hated, and sort of just making these notes. I would just take these notes. <laughs> <laughs> and... I decided to, to just post it to like a WordPress site and share it among friends. And then it started getting shared among other mm. friends. And then people on the board started sharing it. So baby center and, and it sort of took flight from there. And, um, it just kind of blossomed into what it is now. I never in a million years thought it would become sort of my career. Um, 
because I was always very career, you know, minded and driven and everything. So it's been wonderful. It's been a true blessing to be able to sort of make, make a a, a life out of this, you know? Well, what's nice about it. I mean, you know, everybody gets their child, (laughs) however they're Mm -hmm. getting their child. Right. And each experience is, is unique. Uh, but we don't always talk about it that way. We tend to talk about sort of generalizations uh, because maybe maybe we do that uh, so that people will keep having children. Um, maybe yeah. we, maybe we do it because we completely forget. I, I mean, I forget everything about like my almost the processes. That I mean, like even stuff for like I have a three year old and my daughter is seven, and like Ellis will start going through something, and I'm like, oh, I totally forget. God, this was a thing we were about to go through. Yes. Ah! And yes. so, um, but all that said, again, we have, and, and we're kind of coming out of this right now, or there are pockets of it, where we tend to, when we share our experiences or want to provide people with information, we we sort of polish that turd a little bit. You know what I mean? Like, because oh, totally. we, yeah. way, we don't want people to think that we had a hard time, heaven forbid, uh, which would be the opposite of the show. It is just me talking about a hard time all day <laughs> long. Um, but like, uh, it's, you know, it, which can be very intimidating for people who are going out looking for help and information to come upon yeah. something that while there's truth to it, it doesn't feel super truthful. And what I like about uh, your site, and and we discovered Lucy's List through a lot of listeners being like, uh, you need to go check out Lucy's List. Uh, you guys are the same oh, people. So like, nice. We are we are of the same tribe. Um, but there was some, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of honesty going on about it. And while, again, not everybody will have the same experiences that you're like. You know, and it's not for everyone, and that's fine. Well, and that's right. fine. You know? But I, what I want to emphasize is, there's some like real truth in it that I like. One of my favorite things is uh, you're talking about after having had the baby, uh, be prepared to see more blood than you've ever seen in your life. Your bathroom floor will look like a scene from Psycho. You will feel sorry for yeah. the poor bastard who has to clean up after you. Sorry, janitors. I hope you get paid a lot. And you talk about the thing that I swear I didn't find out till like the minute before I went in was that like. All the stuff that was going to be coming out of mm-hmm. you and that they were going to give you, like, the largest, like, maxi pads that you've ever seen and oh, the, like, yeah. net underpants. Oh, yeah. And you're like, what the fuck is oh, this? Yeah. I already feel like yeah. shit. This doesn't make me feel better. Like, there. I brought silk pajamas. To Why the- would you bring silk because pajamas? Because I didn't know. <laughs> And I had the vision of me greeting, lounging, lounging greeting and it was, child. I was butt In your naked. white silk pajamas. Oh, no, <laughs> they were red. I wasn't a dummy. So, but no, but that's the thing is that exactly that. And that's, that's, that's who I gravitate to are yeah. people like you who just, I mean, that's what I didn't have when I went into this experience. You know, my daughter's almost seven. Well, and I, oh, and I feel like if you tell people sort of what to expect, it will help. I mean, yes. It will help sort of brace them. Right. Uh, a few people will kind of get scared off and freak out. Oh, I don't want to know that. And that's fine. But if you tell people what to expect and you sort of can give them these really tangible yeah. tips, um, and then as it happens to them, they're like, oh, no, I know what this is. That's the aspartame. I know what this is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my nipples are going to hurt a little. You know, then then they can cope with it, right. you know? Yeah. Um, no, that's The right. getting blindsided part that really got me. Yeah. Because the information, I always feel like that information is what gives you the power and gives you some solace. And that's what you 
provide in a way that's funny too. The other thing is too, you got to be able to laugh, and that's what I really well. Talk it's about. funny anyway. I mean, it's not right. that hard to make it funny. Right, it's <laughs> funny. You know, yeah. It's, yeah. Oh, I came out in those net underwear, yeah, topless, brushing my teeth with hemorrhoid preparation eight cream. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and you're crying. like, what's become of me? Yeah, and crying. You know. So much crying. Crying. Um. So. Uh, what I want to ask about, like, especially the the sections, because like the website has got uh, like super good practical stuff. Like, hey, here's how to if you're gonna put together a registry, here's some ways to break this down, right? Like, because yeah. you can get like super lost, and then you've got like like, hey, here's some stuff about going into the hospital, having a baby, you know, if that's the way you're doing it, uh, what it's like when you come home, things like that. And I wonder when you wrote all the experience stuff, was that something Mm -hmm. that like you wrote and then you walked away from or have you gone back and edited? Because again, I don't remember if you were, if I was to write that right now, I would be like, it's great. I wrote all that stuff in the moment because I don't think that you can ever reproduce that same those same feelings again. Yeah. I don't think you can ever really recall, especially with the mommy brain setting in. Yeah. And I mean, my memory's gotten so bad. Yeah. And the oh, same yeah. thing, like you said, you know, you forget with your second and all that. Like, and so I, I wrote it all in the moment. And, um, and then I had my second and that allowed me to kind of do it over again, which was great. Yeah. Um, so yeah, because if you don't, you, you, you lose that sort of that, um, intensity of, of truth. You know, I don't think that I could have gone a year later and then tried to write some of that content yeah. and, and had that recall, you know. See, what's also really nice about the site is that you also have a whole area area for multiples, for people who've got, who are expecting <laughs> twins and stuff, which yeah. I got to tell you, that seems like that should be a given. But again, if it's not your experience, that's not something you would necessarily put on, on like something that you're working on. So I love that it includes all the information and you've got people coming in and writing specifically to that. Yeah. Like I could never know what twins need. Like that's yeah. something I could never write myself. So we brought in Annette and she does all the twins uh, content, which is great. And, um, you know, she, she has the whole social media stuff, twin specific. And so that's been great. You know, the thing is a lot of this stuff is just so easily crowdsourced. Yeah, right. You put out a, a, a question of the day or an issue that one person is having, and 50 other people are having that same issue. Oh, yeah. And maybe 50 of them have already solved it somehow, so they're sharing how they solved it. And so we basically just turn that into a whole post. Yeah. Um, well, has it... The power of community is, is, is big. Well, yes. It, well, it can be. Uh, you know, how, how has uh, doing this, Lucy's List, has it affected you in any way uh, in how you parent or how you engage with other parents? I know uh, doing this show, you know, for me, one of the things we do a lot is we just we tell each other we're doing a good job and we tell everybody you're doing a good job. And I have a very hard time accepting that uh, <laughs> when somebody tells me. And like you can there's like this moment I was like going back, you know, I have to edit all that. I have to listen to myself over and over every week after recording it. And like three years in, I heard myself finally accept when Teresa at the end of the show told me I was doing a good job for the first time ever, not making a joke. And like, oh. there's just something about uh, having the community and being exposed and like repeating certain mantras to yourself and to other people that, you know, it's sort of like fake it till you make it a little bit. Like, have you had that experience totally. with this? Uh, in, in what yeah. I mean, I used to always tell people like if people knew how, 
chaotic my our home life was sometimes. And I mean, everybody, yeah. everybody's home life is chaotic with the kids and, you know, but I like, I'm the last person who has everything figured out. And I think that's sort of like, and I joke, oh my God, people are taking advice from me. This is frightening, you yeah. know, because <laughs> none of us have, I mean, you know, especially when the kids were little and yeah. I, you'd have like a baby and a two-year-old, you know, baby and a three-year-old and you just, those days where you just wanted to die, yeah. you know, and Yes, literally. I would, you would like to walk away and get milk and never come back. Yes, I am I know. familiar. And, those, and those, those days were, some of those days were really tough. Yeah. And I used to say, like, God, I hope people don't expect me to have it figured out because I certainly don't. I mean, yeah. I'm sort of like, people would laugh if they could see me pulling my hair out right now. I mean, it's, it's, it's the last thing from, if anything, I just learn from others. I take tips from others. And then when you do master something, you feel so, you know, you want to share that with people and you feel really proud. Like, oh, I did X, Y, Z and, you know, for dealing with tantrums. I mean, yeah. all these behavioral problems, there are problems that everybody has, right? Yeah. And, no, there's really no good solution to a lot of them, like sleep training <laughs> or tantrums. and But just to get some tidbits and figure out what might have worked for somebody else is very useful, I think. Yeah. Because we're all pulling our hair out, you know. Right. Well, Meg, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for creating Lucy's List. Uh, we're going to link you. people up to it. So if you're expecting, or you just had a baby, or if you just want to go back and revisit all the things that you wished you had had back in your day, like <laughs> I like to do, um, this is a really good place to do it. Uh, tell your friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so everybody, do check it out. Again, Meg, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks, Biz. I appreciate it. Have a great one. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. The first ever Very, Very Fun Day is coming to Tally Hall in Chicago on February 11th with media sponsorship from WBEZ 91.5. Advanced tickets are sold out, but we will have a limited number of tickets for sale at the door. So come on out for a day jam-packed with five great Max Fun podcasts, four local shows, and a comic showcase. For more information, please visit MaximumFun.org slash Very, Very Fun Day. Going into a bullseye interview, I know that it's somebody who does amazing work, but it's also a real conversation, so I don't know where it's headed. I think you just you just clarified something for me that's never been really clear before. This is the most serious I've ever been in my life. You've made me completely serious. <laughs> I feel like I'm in therapy. <laughs> bullseye, creators you know, creators you need to know. Find it at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get podcasts. That was fun. That I love her. I know. I really I do. I like Meg. I like her site. I feel like she keeps it real uh, without being presumptuous that it's everybody's experience. And again, even just the gear stuff, they do reviews of, of new gear uh, and they do it by pricing, which is really right. great. So you're not like it's not somebody just trying to push you the most expensive suggestion. Right. Uh, so, you know, good job, Meg. I thought that was nice. Yeah, I love it. Uh, you know what I also love is listening to a mom have a breakdown. So let's listen to a mom have a little rant. Hey, Ms. Teresa, this is a rant. I just was calling to complain about the fact that unsalted saltines exist. 
My whole family's sick with the stomach flu, and my mom was very sweet and brought us saltines, but she brought us unsalted saltines. I don't want just teens. I want saltines. It's shit. We need the real thing up in here. We're all dying. I love you guys. Thank you for having the show. I appreciate it so much. You can't even know. Have a great day. Bye. From from the cave of madness comes the truth. Oh God! I love this so much. The like, because this is what ha- this is. They're okay. Fair enough. No one wants fucking teens. We want the salt in the saltines when we're sick. Okay. I didn't know that existed. The, uh, yeah, who knew that no. existed? But there's the larger th- rant in here is that like when everybody's sick, there is such a joy. That you may have somebody who will bring you something to make you feel better. We need help. You ask for help. Help comes. And it's not helpful. And there's nothing worse than like being in that position where you want to say to the person who has just helped you, this is not fucking helpful. Right. (laughs) This is not. Can you go back and get something that's more? We're all vomiting left and right. We're all sick. There's nothing worse than when everybody in your house, including you, is sick. And you get the help. It's not what you want. And that's really frustrating. And you're stuck with that guilt and anger of... Well, somebody at least helped us, so I should just eat my fucking teens and be fine with it. When you want to say, oh, thank you for helping, but can you help better? Like, this right. is not, like, I need I need this actual thing. And so, like, there's the guilt and the anger and whatever form it comes in. Oh, yeah. No, after I birthed my baby, yeah. after I had my child, yeah. I, I had specifically said to some friends, Oh, yeah. All I want is an ice cold Coca Cola. Yeah, I want it in the can. Yeah. I want it ice cold. Ice cold, and it came, and it was lukewarm. Yeah, it's lukewarm. It's not fucking cold. They, if they hear this, they're gonna be like, "Wait, all this time she's been holding." On. <laughs> yes, I've been holding on to it because, like, really, what? Well, just make it ice cold. Just That's this one thing. Come well, like, on. If you're offering a person who is like crazed with children, or pregnant, or just had, or suddenly the Dobson agency's shown up and their house is full of children, like whatever it is. However, right. suddenly. They're in this, or they're all sick. Ask for specifics. Right. Can I bring you something? Yes. Do you want club soda or Seven Up or Sprite? Right. There's a difference. Oh, you're doing a great job. A great job. You asked for help. Yep. I am sorry. It was delivered uh, mm-hmm. in the form of something you didn't like. But good job dealing with sickness in your house, and good job venting at us and not. Uh, the deliverer of right. the teens. Okay? So you're doing a great job. Brett, what did we learn today? We learned uh, that uh, children have a vivid fantasy life and that sometimes uh, it's not fun for us uh, because it's different than I'm a princess or I'm a rabbit and it's more like, no, I didn't take that $5 out of your drawer or you abs- I'm going to have an argument with you about something that's insane and meaningless. Why don't you stop? No, why don't you stop? No, why don't you stop? No, why don't you stop? Right. Uh, so we learned that. Uh, we learned that it's probably us who should stop. And and alter help help guide, right? Our children uh, to learn the difference between uh, alternative facts and truth in a way that is healthy, and not possibly uh, irrational given lack of sleep or uh, power struggles that we feel we have to win because we're not winning anything. Do you even want dessert? 
I can just take this ice cream away. (laughs) Ask me again. Say it again. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I have had my husband say to me, you are an adult. And I will say, you don't know what she just said to me. And he's like, no, 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 no. Still, you're still the adult. And she hasn't paid her rent this month. Yeah, no. Uh, I mean. What we've really learned is that Teresa Thorne is somewhere out there doing the most amazing job right now. Mind-blowing. We welcome to the community and to the world Sir Curtis, who I predict will have the most awesome bangs ever. I don't know why, but it's how I envisioned Curtis when she told me. So welcome to the world, young Curtis. We uh, we miss you. We're going to be checking in with Teresa over the next couple of weeks to see how she's doing before she returns uh, to us after maternity leave. And also, just a reminder, we're going to be uh, bringing in lots of different voices over the next couple of weeks uh, to join me uh, via phone or here in the booth uh, to talk about parenting, just to mix things up while Teresa's uh, in her forest. Uh, so it's going to be exciting. Everybody, you're doing a really remarkable job. Uh, This is really difficult. It is not always fun. Sometimes it's great fun. They don't cancel each other out. (laughs) Both exist. Let's continue to go out and build some tribes, however we need to do that, uh, to get help when we need it. And to remember it's okay if to to ask to be clearer and ask for clarification and the help that we've we've requested. It's okay, guys. It's okay. You're all doing great. Uh, Britt, thank you so much for joining me. You are doing a very good job, Britt. Well, thank you, Biz. And I, I'm just so pleased and happy to be here because you you are a light. You and Teresa are a light. And it's seriously, it's just, these are you are my people. And everyone listening is my people. And uh, yeah, I was just honored. Very well, happy. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, I, so weird, we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. You know that right. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. Do you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show? Then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. Well, Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Oh, said Daddy, baby, bustin' by, not low down mama blues. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.